is, mi gente. It's your girl, Nina Montañez, and you're tuning into Sofrito Speaks. This season, we will continue to focus on discussions that need to be had, points that need to be made, and boundaries that we need to break. Upgrading our silo and bringing you two fresh meals weekly. This is dish one, which will contain the returning section, El Chisme. El Chisme is where we will let you know what had us jodido or fucked up during our week, followed by our new section called Ay Bendito. Ay Bendito is our version of Say What Now, where we will fill you in on anything from media headlines to local news and give our opinions. Dish 2 will be served on Thursdays and will feature the audience favorite Caldero Talk and A Reposar. That's that on that, mi gente. Let's begin. But we're going to get into it. Ruben's not here today, but I do have a decent enough guest. I Special guess, guest. Special can, guest. <laughs> that I guess can fill in the big shoes that, you know, Ruben has placed before this human being. Sammy Fools is in the building with us today. <laughs> and we're going to see how this goes, mi gente. So, I'll have to get right into being it. Being said, we are going to go into our first section, which is El Chisme. Let's go with El Chisme. Yo, Sam, let them know what had you fucked up this week. Let me talk to you real quick. Real <laughs> quick. About doing your job. All Yo. Right? All right. He's type tight, man. For those, you guys, for those of you guys who don't know, I do construction. I'm a construction foreman. So I work directly with the project manager and the superintendent of these jobs. Mm. And without... Are you important? Like a little bit? A little bit. You not, matter? Not that important, but I matter. Okay. If that makes sense. All right, all right. So, without saying any names, one of these people that is above me on this project <laughs> is not doing his job. And there's a difference between trying to do your job and just not knowing what you're doing, and then just not doing it. <laughs> and as a, he's a full-grown man, okay? You're an adult with this children. You're preaching right now. Right? Adult with children. Mm-hmm. You gotta, there's things you just have to do to make things work. Mm-hmm. And I have been battling for two or three weeks with this guy about him just not doing his job properly. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and as a result of him not doing his job properly, the company that I work for has been penalized Yikes. for his lack of work. So I'm tight because my <laughs> boss is the man. The guy who owns the company is the man. He's a great guy to work for. Uh-huh. And this other dude is just not doing his job. Mm-hmm. 
And it's really tough to see, especially as you're getting older. You're like, all right, people value you on what you do at your job and how you are at your job. Right, right. That's how they value you on a day-to-day. Mm. Don't you want to put your best foot forward during that time period? So I people, mean, So people look up to you and value you. Of course, you slack off a little bit, but don't let people know that. If you're going to slack off, hide it so no one knows. Okay. Don't throw it out there in the front. Like, I'm just slacking right in front of you, you know? Okay. Got it, got it, got it. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm a little tight still. I'm a little worked up. I'm not going to lie. Yo, Sam has been in his feelings ever since he walked in here, mi gente. I just want y'all to know this. So he's I'm fired up. He's ready to go. He's so ready. Um, oh, thanks for asking. Uh, my week was great. Um, <laughs> How was your week, Nina? What's got you tight? Thanks, I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, but I mean, this week wasn't bad. Um, I mean progressively the end of the week got shitty but like the beginning of the week i was like on a high because we had this training um just because it's like a holiday for other people i would rather much prefer to celebrate mlk than be at fucking work but whatever they can't have it my way all the time right so i'm at work it's a professional development day turn up whatever let me brush up my skills what have you we actually had an active shooter training which i thought was really dope um for the simple fact that like it made me think outside of the box. You know, like these two people that came in to conduct the training legit started it off with saying, we are not here to teach you well, like how to think, but to think outside of what you were taught. So you think about... Can you, can you explain that? I'm, I'm confused. That so seems, like, he, seems like a topic that would be very structured. Right. You no, no, no. I mean? So you think about when you're in grade school, whatever, and you're taught like when you do a lockdown drill, what do they have you do? You get like the corner of the classroom. Okay, room. you're a sitting fucking duck. You're a target now. Think about it. Yep. Columbine. Yep. Sandy Hook. Yep. Um, Pulse nightclub in Orlando. Uh huh. People were like sitting ducks. I don't. As was, the shots went off. Then what's the? Think answer? about like a school. If you're sitting in a school and you tell them, "Oh, go to like the furthest corner and just wait," but you can hear the shots going off downstairs. Why the fuck wouldn't you get out while those are happening? I like that. I think that's great. Right. I think it's so fun. like everybody in the room was kind of like, "Oh shit!" So we really are about to go against what we are, what we were taught. You know, like and they um he went went as far as to give us um shows videos of like reenactments of um a bunch of um those unfortunate tragic events that did happen um, in terms of shootings in schools and you know even if you're on the second floor and they literally were like yo even if you're on the second floor jump out the fucking window and odds are 10 times out of 10 you're gonna like break something but you're gonna survive they were like every person that decided to jump out of a window during a situation like that survived but had bumps and bruises so they're switching the whole entire lockdown oh they're literally no 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 they their job is to get you to think and like they even went as far as to walk. Like, I asked. I was like, yo, are you guys around for a little bit after? And they were like, yeah. I'm like, I need you to walk me through my program and what makes the most sense. So that way I know if, God forbid, this happens, I know how to maneuver in that sense. Which, it, they even went as far as to talk about, think about how a door opens. If you are stuck in, if you're stuck in a classroom, if a door opens one way, it's going to force, let's say, the door you're going into pushes inward. So now you're being forced to your left mm-hmm. because of how the door opens. And that's right, usually the back of the classroom. Exactly. Wow. Think about no it. No shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so you right. caught on to it. Yeah, yeah. Um, which was, I just, I don't know. I, most trainings, I'm sitting there sucking my teeth, rolling my eyes. But for some reason, the spirit moved me that day and I sat in the front of the classroom and I was able to have a good conversation with these with these men after. They're really dope. Um, they travel around the country and they do all these trainings and it's just 
like, like ex-military? Like, where? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, oh, two of them, um, they both are, um, like, one was, like, a high up in SWAT, um, like, led a SWAT team, and someone else, um, they both did police work, military work, whatever. Cool. Love that. So, they have all that, that thought that. process. But moving on, that was, that was kind of dope. I was, yeah, it was a thing. Um, it's definitely, like, sad to think, like, that is now something that you have to think about and they even spoke about like fire drills like and it just happened to me last week and i definitely posted this um on my social media and the fire alarm went off and i was like like all pissed off about it like what the actual fuck and like grabbed my stuff and walked out the building you know they even were like um they even had us think about like if something were to happen like okay let's say active shooter comes in whatever um, well, it's not whatever, but you, for the sake of the conversation, um, whatever, whoever reacts first in the room is the person that the rest of the room is going to follow because now you have tunnel vision. So you're going to focus on that one thing. So if someone runs, you're going to run in that same direction because you cannot focus on anything else because when your adrenaline is up that high, you lose, um, a, your sense of like hearing and your like, tunnel vision. Think about like looking through it's a fucking chaos. chaos you time. dead ass can't see anything outside of your line of vision type shit. So d- that's how I know this training was good because I'm literally telling you what they told me. Other trainings, I, I sat through a three day budget training one time and I cannot tell you a single thing that I learned. Lack of interest. That shit is real, mi gente. I was so interested in this past training that I can tell you what the fuck I learned. It's amazing. It's a beautiful thing. Um, but moving on, that was the beginning of the week. The end of the week had me fucked up. So, mi gente, y'all know I'm very open about talking about, like, dating. So, I went on a date on Friday. That was very interesting. And for the first time, I was fucking offended because he was like, yo, how tall are you? And I was like, oh, 5'6". I'm very proud about my 5'6 because it is slightly above average for women. Thank you very much. Um, hey. And I was like, yeah, I'm 5'6". And he was like, yo, that's too tall for me. I was like, motherfucker, what? How tall is he? 5'10". You wear four inch heels over? He was worried about six inch heels. He was wearing heels? No. <laughs> no, he wasn't in heels, but he was like, he was like, oh, girls I've dated in the past, I'll wear six inch heels. And I'm like, lucky for you, my guy, Converse are my shoe of choice. So you're staying, you're at five, six. Yeah. All right. So I'm chilling. So, so was, I was, was he like, more mad about you yeah, being wearing was, Converse? Or being no, he was just like, I don't want to ever be the same height as you. And I was like, that sounds like he's okay. Um, interesting. Not. He was a really cool guy. Don't get me wrong. Sounds like, not very confident with himself. Very. <laughs> nah, he was a very chill dude for sure, for sure. But that, like, that question threw me way off. Cause like I don't even ever really ask a guy how tall they are. So the fact that I had it asked to me, I was fully not prepared for that to be a question. I was like, what the fuck? Just insecurity. <laughs> yeah. Insecurity. I was like, all right, whatever. Sorry, bro. Wherever, Moving wherever you in the friend zone is totally fine. So I'm still on the search. But anyways. Moving on. Anything else you want to share with us for the week? Because you babbled about how fucked up your week was, and yet you gave me the most superficial shit, Sam. Come on, we can go a little harder than that. Listen, (laughs) we're going to talk about baseball for a second. Aw, shit. Real quick. I'm a big baseball guy. I love baseball. All things baseball. (laughs) A great legend of a baseball player, Derek Jeter, was inducted into the Hall of Fame this week. To be a unanimous Hall of Famer, everyone on the board or the panel needs to vote for you. I believe there's 397 votes. Oh, with the stats, let's get it. There is one individual, no one knows that person's name, that did not vote for Derek Jeter. 
to be a Hall of Famer. Is that unanimous? Unanimous is all of them. Okay. Thank you for the for the clear up. 397, one person doesn't vote. Whoever that person is, their vote should be taken. Banned. You should never vote again. Sam is a baseball guy if you didn't already pick that up. You should never be able to vote again. He's one of the greatest shortstops of all time, and you shorted him. That should be your reputation going forward. I'm tight. I'm pissed. So Yo, Miente, he's really mad. Like, I, don't even, I don't even like the Yankees. I don't even like the Yankees. <laughs> I don't. But Derek Jeter is the man. He's, he's literally one of the greatest baseball players of all time and easily one of the greatest Yankees of all time. I'm sorry. Whoever didn't vote for him, you're out. I don't like you. Whoever you are, I don't like you. That's basically been the, the time of my oh, I can't. my tone. I can't. Yo, this shit is fucking funny. Um... So that's it. That was it. Baseball. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about anything else anymore. Okay. I'm all fired up now. All right, but but but. So we are going to be moving into our next section, which is. Ay bendito. All right, so here we are heading over into our next section, otherwise known as Ay Bendito. So, Sam, I know you are fired up, and this is definitely something you wanted to talk about and you were looking forward to. So, what do you got for the for the headlines? What we got in the media? I got a lot. I got a lot. Very eventful last, uh, I would say, just a couple weeks in general. Mm-hmm. Um, before we get into the real serious, serious topics that I want to talk about, I got some lighter stuff to start with. First, first and foremost... <laughs> Mac Miller has dropped an album, After Death. Okay, I was like, wait, what? After Death. Um, it's called Circles. Uh, he had dropped an album, I believe, last year called Swimming. And the idea behind the two albums is Swimming in Circles. Um, I never considered myself a huge Mac Miller fan mm-hmm. for a long time. I really did like his music, especially his last four or five albums I adored. I thought they were musically great. Um, when Mac Miller died or passed away um, I really felt some type of way about it I felt like the music industry had really lost someone who was an innovator a creator and had made his own lane for himself in music really bridging the gap between hip hop um, hip hop and his own kind of style of music Mm -hmm. Um, so he dropped or they came out with Circles I believe a couple weeks ago and the production on the album is beautiful um, as a lot of you know who are Mac Miller fans, he was in a dark spot before his passing. You can tell that through his music. Um, and Circles is just a really bright light where I thought Mac Miller tried to tell people that there's beauty in the struggle. And I think he did that through <clears throat> very deep, dark lyrics that was backed up by very light instrumentation and very light production. And I just, I adored the album. I thought the message was great. Um, I thought it was awesome. Right. Um, all the music, Revenge of the Dreamers three, the duck, uh, the director's cut came out mm. with a bunch of new music from Earth Gang, J Cole. That whole entire group is just awesome. North Carolina has put themselves on the map in hip hop in the last like three years. They just been crushing it, and I love it. I'm here for <laughs> it. I'm here for so it. So Sam is a fan <clears throat> of hip hop, and I'm over here like okay. What's going on in R&B? <laughs> yeah. I, listen, I listen to very little R&B. I really do. I, I can't consider myself right. an R&B Right. So he be trying to throw 
artists at me, and I'm like, mm, bet. But when you gonna start listening to shit that I listen I know. to, I gotta be it's better. Like, it's 50 be 50, better. man. Come on. I throw so much music out that I sometimes don't even take time to like listen to the music that people send me back. This I, I, you I hearing this, man? I can, I can, see, you, I can see your face right now. I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> other music that's come out recently, The Game dropped his album about a month back. If you haven't listened to it, check it out. The Game, another legend. Just always putting out quality music. Love it. You can't let me with that. Um, <laughs> come on now. Um, Motherfuckers, I don't even listen to. Okay. <laughs> Eminem dropped a secret Moving album. <laughs> I ain't shit, I ain't shit. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. No. Uh, <laughs> last, last music thing. Eminem dropped a, a, like a secret album, uh, I believe, last week. I don't know if you guys listen to Eminem in the last four or five years. I thought it's all been trash. Eminem <laughs> actually put out a decent album that has some songs on it that I actually liked and I'm happy for Eminem and all Eminem <laughs> fans. I really am. Mm. I really am. Um, yeah. What else in the media? Mm. Oh, we can talk about this now. Oh, Lord. Um, I don't think I'm ready. He's you should like, be ready. You should I, be ready. Yeah, I'm not ready. I just want to tell y'all that I'm hurt. I'm hurt and I'm emotional of the passing of Kobe Bryant. Oof. Mm. Horrible, near, horrible news. Mm-hmm. I was at a meeting during the time that it happened. I looked at my phone. I had a bunch of texts, a bunch of DMs on Instagram. Still couldn't believe it. Still can't believe it. One of the saddest things that I've ever, I've ever, I've ever seen or heard. Mm-hmm. Um, the fact that his daughter was with him, you right. know, really is heart wrenching. Um, a goat in the game, one of the greatest players of all time, just taken way too soon. Oh, wow. S- still had so much to give to the game. Um, oh, a thousand percent. It's just, it's remarkably sad. It breaks my heart. It really does. Yeah, I mean, I know, like, literally within 10 minutes of finding out, I was, I think I refreshed my page one time, and it was a wrap. It, it was everywhere. Um, it's... For me, um, I, I mean, I played basketball growing up, but, like, I was never, like, a diehard fan of, like, any team or any whatever. I mean, I went for the Celtics, because what the fuck, I'm from Massachusetts, so, like, why not? But... Um, but you can definitely like even if you feel like you weren't like a fan or like followed any of his stats or his game or his career or anything like that like to see the impact that this man had on so many people especially a bunch of people I went to high school with like a lot of the guys um that played basketball um like a a lot of them were like yo like my childhood idol like this this man was my childhood and like I feel for y'all man I like it's it's, it's I'm, I don't even have words because it's like, what do you say to someone who's like, yo, I grew up watching this person. Like, I played ball because of this person. Like, and then I was actually with a friend of mine who was like, yo, every time you even shoot something into the trash, whose name are you yelling? It's the fadeaway. Kobe. Anytime you fade away, yeah. you shoot in the trash, you're doing anything that revolves shooting anything. It's Kobe. It's Kobe. Every time. Kobe. He's a... Uh, you think about just, it, I ain't never heard anybody yell LeBron. I ain't never heard anybody yell Michael. It's always Kobe. It's Kobe. He's an assassin. Mm-hmm. You know? He's a... Uh, Black Mamba is... Is... Eternal at this point. Right. You know? The game has forever been changed. All the guys you see now, all the young guns that are doing great in the game, your Tatums, your Trey Youngs, they would not be who they are without watching Kobe Bryant growing up. Right. For sure. So, just... Very sad. That's very sad. Wild. Broke I literally was like, I'm not believing any of, this, any of this. This has to be a hoax. Like, how many times have people said, like, Betty White is dead or Jackie Chan died? And it's like, 
They didn't though. So I was like, I'm not believing anything until I see any facts. Like Brutal. I need to see the facts. Um, on some other news in sports, right? Antonio Brown, get your fucking shit together. He's wide receiver. <laughs> wide receiver played for yeah. the played for the Steelers. It was an unbelievable athlete. I'm sorry, we're not talking about the Patriots. I know, I know. He was on the Patriots for like a week, oh, okay, and then I they dropped him. Didn't last. Well, man, man needs to get help. If you got friends with Antonio Brown, get the man some help. He needs help. He can't stay out of the news, getting arrested. He needs help. Wait, help this speaking man. of so speaking about football and Patriots, whatever the Aaron Hernandez documentary came out on Netflix. I have not seen the documentary. I don't actually care to see the documentary, but it's just very interesting to me to see like how many like women are like, oh my God, that man was so fine. Why did he have to be a killer? And this, that, and the third. And it's like, girl, are you serious? Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. Just cause you watch the documentary. And, but I also read a, an interesting um, post. Uh, someone had said like, it's amazing how it, the documentary is titled, I think it's like In the Mind of Aaron Hernandez or whatever the official title is, but like they did not actually dissect and discuss um, what the fuck was going on like in his mind. All they kept talking about was that he had had concussions um, and that he uh, smoked weed. Like they emphasized the fact that he smoked weed. Yeah. In the words of Cap motherfucking Williams, weed ain't nothing but a motherfucking plant. If you just so happen to set it on fire, there are some effects. Hungry, Hungry happy, happy, sleepy. sleepy. <laughs> That's all that is, mi gente. So I don't get what the emphasis was on the fact that this motherfucker was smoking weed. Matter of fact, he should have smoked a little bit more so he can mellow his ass out. Killing four motherfuckers for no reason. All right. I did not watch the documentary either. Very intrigued to watch it. I've, just, I've heard I've heard crazy things about I've it. I've heard like wild shit about it, yeah. but like <laughs> there's also posts that like the realest ones on your on your team is your is your girl because like his his girl didn't snitch, his cousin his female cousin didn't snitch. All his boys was singing like canaries. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I just you know I just it was I just thought it was interesting because this week that's a lot of what I saw in um, on social media. Like Aaron Hernandez, Aaron Hernandez, whatever. He's so fine, he's so fine. And then it was like the I don't the guy from you. I haven't seen you either. Um, everyone's like, damn, they all so fine. Why they gotta be murderers? And I'm like, is this really what we've stooped to? Like, is this? And then we wonder why we let men come in and hurt us and be fucking toxic because they are fine, whatever the fuck that means. Give me the average motherfucker that ain't nobody paying attention to because he's gonna treat me right. Point blank period. There's there's a lot to be said with that as well. I mean. <clears throat> Obviously, when things like this happen, you know, one of the things that we turn to now is, you know, how is that person's mental health? And it's become a very thin line at this point. It's real, though. It is, but it's become a thin line of where, you know, sometimes I think we classify too many people that do these erroneous things. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, they had a, a mental health disorder. You know, a lot of them do. A lot of them do, and I'm sorry yeah, that yeah. we couldn't get to them sooner to get them help. Right. It just it's becoming a more fine line, or excuse me, a thin line, of where where that gets cut. When do we just say, you know what, maybe this person was just an evil person, right? But obviously, everyone's a product of their environment. You know what I mean? And you are what you surround yourself with, or what you are surrounded by. I'm not gonna. I'm not saying Aaron Hernandez is, you know, didn't have any mental health issues or anything of that sort. I'm just saying that it's becoming a very very thin line. And 
it, it's just sad to see it happen to someone like Aaron Hernandez who had such a bright future. Right. To see you flip over like that is just really tough. Mm. It's really tough to see. Yeah, no, I just, it was very interesting to me, like, how that dynamic um, worked or how that played out after it, you know, came out or whatever. But speaking of, um, I know I, like, always end up dabbling into, like, dating, but I feel like a lot of things can be related to, like, dumb shit. Run it. Dating. Run it. Um, so Tinder, mi gente, the only reason I know this, had one, deleted it, starting off 2020, right? Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, get yeah, it. yeah, 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 yeah. Play with me, Sam. <laughs> Go ahead. Check my apps right now. I didn't just delete the app. Run it. I deleted Run it. the whole account. Run it. You swipe that shit right away. Name I, got you. I got you right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. That's cool. I believe you. All right. Tell your yeah. Story. Once I picked up the phone, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You want to act right. Act accordingly. Thank you very much. But anyways, so Tinder added a panic button. The popular hookup app. I'm mad that that's what they called it because that's not what I use it for, but I'm sure other people use it for that exactly. Anyways, the popular hookup app says that it's adding a panic button to help protect users from frightening situations by keeping tabs on their meetings, times, and locations as they go about their dates and summoning the authorities if called. Mi gente, mi gente. Vamos a hablar. Let's talk. As an avid app user in the past, this is my thing. If I'm going on a date with someone, I share my location with everybody that's local, all my homies. I send the profile of who I'm going out with, pictures and everything. I even go as far as to send the fucking phone number that I have been texting before I meet up with that person. You cannot just be like, oh, he seems like a good person. Nah, fuck that. Go into everything being a pessimist. Don't be optimistic about jack shit until y'all meet motherfuckers. There is absolutely no reason why you should even be meeting a stranger and it not being in a public place like i've had people that are like oh you can come to my crib no motherfucker let's go to a bar because then i can park mad deep you don't have to know what car i drive depending i take this shit really serious this shit, at this point Appar- it's a science. apparently so yeah, yeah. It's, it's really a science because like stop it like you know i'm gonna just i'm gonna be real i am an attractive female so i know that men are going to be attracted to me i don't know what the fuck they're gonna do when they see me you know what i'm saying like i and i also am a very good conversationalist been told that many times i'm just like mad fucking chill you know what i'm saying so like i've had guys that are like oh so you just gonna dub me yes motherfucker because we had nothing in common for me i go off of vibes if i feel like you might be a little sketchy or you do something that kind of turns me off i'm turned off we're done like we're done we will finish the date we're done you know what i'm saying but i just isn't it like an easy tell though i know like it's so easy when i go on dates Mm. i like i try to make it a point not to come off like like sketchy or like a dickhead like right you want to like I'm, I'm trying to be nice the first time I meet someone you know what I mean like if you're like being sketchy or being a dick I feel like immediately you should know and you should be like damn you got no good intentions you know what I mean it should be very easy to tell at least from my perspective obviously it's not you know what I, I mean, mean? shit happens all the time a male perspective is always fun but like it's just like again also you know tells like if a guy's like wants to kick it with you after midnight I have a strict no show after midnight policy unless you're actually my man and we're actually dating then it's like okay when about my day or I went out with my girls I really want to end the night with hanging out with you so I don't mind going over past midnight but if I'm meeting you for the first time and you're trying to hit me up talking about come over at this time yo dead ass my guy I now put you in the asshole category don't hit my motherfucking line but anyways so this panic button on tinder 
is also just I just you know it doesn't make sense it makes sense to me but I just there are women really out here that are just like I'm just gonna meet this person some people are like super outgoing you know I have, I have friends that have moved out of the country by themselves females no that's what's up you know what I mean them, but, no, like, but I'm saying like oh. but like you know they have they just have that amount of um like confidence in their freedom that they can like handle their own you know people take that very differently everyone's at a different level you know what I mean? Some people need that panic button. Mm-hmm. You know? Some people never look at it again. They don't care. It's really your your confidence level on how you feel with your freedom. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I deleted the app, man. So it's <laughs> yeah. no longer pertains to me. Deleted the account, deleted the app. I don't have that shit anymore. Um, yep. 2020 starting out great. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, moving on. We do talk about local things that are going on within Lawrence. So with that being said, young local business owner is giving back to Lawrence. And on its sixth anniversary, Kevin Valdez company, Townie Livery. I probably just fucked that up. My bad, Kev. You know what I'm saying? I definitely can't read right now. But um, it will be providing... Y'all will be providing, or they will be providing, a shuttle transportation services to students that um, and staff from Northern Essex Community College, NECO, if you didn't know the actual name for it. Um, and it's going to be a partnership with a young entrepreneur who will be um, assisting with the logistics of the post-secondary education institution as a backup to their internal structure. Um, and it's just dope that this person is like, yo, we're cool gonna stuff. figure this shit out. Love you that. You know what I'm saying? Love that. Which is pretty dope. So, like, shout out to Kevin Valdez. Um, Thanks, I Kev. Think it's a dope. Thanks, Kev. Yeah, I think it's dope. And it's Latino owned business. Let's get it. Um, which is kind of cool because, like, shout out to the Latinos that are doing shit. And, like, I don't want to work for the man anymore. I'm going to work for my motherfucking self. Um, I really appreciate that mentality because I don't have it just yet. But I'm working towards it, mi gente. Y'all keep One day saying, at a time. One day at a time. Y'all keep telling me I got to do some shit. I'm talented. And here I am. Just. Let it rip. You know, you know what, Sam? Let it rip. <laughs> oh, man. What else we got? If you guys didn't know, El Taller is always promoting new books. So go over to their IG and look it up. If you're looking to read, I know I know a lot of people that were like, yo, my New Year's resolution is dead going to be to read more books. And if you don't know what to read, go check out El Taller. It's a really dope little, um, little spot on Essex Street. Um, the vibe is always wicked chill. Um, and you can get anywhere from like coffee to a motherfucking drink. Like, what kind of books do you drink. read? What kind of books do you read? Me? Yeah. Um, it depends. Like I'm like I go based off of a title sometimes. Um, I'm rereading. Um, Why do all the black kids sit together in the cafeteria right now? That sounds very interesting. You've never heard of that book? I have not. It's a dope book. Um, so I'm rereading that right now, which is really cool. And then I'm also in the middle of reading. Oh my god, why did I just with the fire on high? Uh, my favorite poet, um, Elizabeth Acevedo, she actually just came out with her second book, I think, mm, close to the end of last year. Um, well, at least that's when I got it. Um, but I just think it's dope because she's um, a Latinx um, poet who wrote a book about a... That was just relatable, you know? There weren't very many books that were relatable to me growing up outside of, like, Esperanza Rising, which is still one of my favorite books. I recommend it to my <laughs> students all the time. Because it was about, you know, a Latina girl trying to find her way. And this book, With the Fire on High, is that as well, as well as her first book, Poet X, um, which is about a um, Dominican uh, poet. Where is she from? Where is she from? 
the author? The author? That's a great question. I mm, I don't want to fuck it up. Okay. I don't know where she's from exactly, but we'll I did back. see we'll, her we'll live. Get, we'll get back to you on that. Right. I did see her live. She does come to Lawrence, which is fucking dope. I saw her perform her poet uh, her poetry live, and she's absolutely amazing. So if you're looking for any good books, Poet X, With the Fire on High, Elizabeth Acevedo, she's fucking amazing. Um, but yeah, so that's what I have for local. <clears throat> I'm going to toss it back over to Sam because I know he's itching to keep talking some shit. I'm always itching to talk. <laughs> um, speaking about books, it's great, great transition. Um, about three years ago, I read the autobiography of Malcolm X. Okay. Changed my life drastically. How? A lot of ways. First and foremost, there's a lot of black history that I did not, um, that I wasn't aware of or conscious of that the autobiography put me onto. Um, I learned a lot about slavery. I learned a lot about being a black male in the 50s and 60s mm-hmm. and what that really meant in a very changing America. Um, one of the prevalent things that stood out to me <clears throat> in the book, um, Malcolm X had made a pilgrimage back to Mecca when he became a black Muslim. And after this, he had a theory that the only time that African Americans would gain their full potential in this world is if we all returned to Africa and brought all of our knowledge that we've gained from America back to Africa to rebuild Africa to the Mecca continent that it was. With that being said, Ghana, Ghana in Western Africa has created the year of return in 2020 as I will, as I believe 2019 as well. Uh, towards the end. Yeah, because Ludacris definitely Ludacris just definitely did it. Right. I think it was so. Wait, we not gonna talk about Akon City? Hold okay, on. yeah, okay. We talk. We talk <laughs> Akon City too. We can talk about Akon City. I love. I love Akon. I do. Um, so Ghana has started the year return. So any African Americans that can trace any of their blood lineage to Ghana, you can now go to Ghana, go through the paperwork process, and become a citizen of Ghana, which is promoting the very thing that Malcolm X would talk about. 40, 50 years ago mm-hmm. about returning to Africa. Right. I love this. I'm all about it. All about it. I've done my, my an- ancestry. I, I've right already now. already done the ancestry. I already <laughs> I already got lineage in Ghana. I'm a product of the slave trade. I cannot. I would love nothing more than to be able to do that. Um obviously that's that's a lot more planning. You gotta get to Ghana. You know? But still I think that's that's awesome for Africa. Um it's a step in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Very much step in the right direction. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm fired up about it. I love that shit. I do. Guys, side note. So remember that one episode, like, last season, where they were like, we're like, Nina's going to Africa. This is the motherfucker I'm going to Africa with. So. This is me. <laughs> if you guys didn't catch the other episode. Um, tune in. Because yeah, that one was dope, too. Yeah, tune in, number one. Um, <laughs> I bring volunteer trips to South Africa and Tanzania. Um, we volunteer for like 60% of the time and 40% of the time I do team building events and travel events um, I love Africa every time I go I just I get like re-energized in life there's like a, there's a beauty in it there and uh, I can't get enough I can't get enough so yeah you wanna come to Africa find me what up soundofasmile.com I'm over him soundofasmile.com it's like Sam nobody <laughs> everyone everyone Anyways...